All right, folks, welcome to another episode of Have a Little. Um, hopefully you had a wonderful holiday season, and this is our first show of the new year. Happy New Year to everybody. I've got an awesome guy here. He's multi-talented. Um, I'm at Prime Cut Studios today, pick up some work. And uh, I am with Daniel Dennis. So this is the guy that you've heard his name on a lot of my shows, like almost every show probably. I think so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's two names I always mention, Kathy Redwine and Daniel Dennis. And welcome to the show, man. Thank you, John. I'm so glad to have the time to sit down with you. I'm going through all this craziness in the world, and uh, I'm so proud of to know you and all the stuff that you've done and all the connections we have together. So uh, tell the audience a little bit about Daniel and this amazing studio you've built up over these years. I mean, I remember when you first opened your door, uh, the little small place you had there. Uh, what was it off of uh, White's, White's Creek? Uh, yeah, over in West Nashville. In West Nashville, yeah. So the floor is yours. Uh, tell oh, everybody gee, well, about Daniel. I guess we got to start with how we met, right? Because uh, this is true. Uh, I started working at the Ramen Auditorium uh, right when I graduated from MTSU. I got a job at the Ramen Auditorium back in 2004. And I think you were working there at that mm -hmm. point, right? Yep. And so the Ryman family back then was like super tight. Like it was pretty amazing, the, the group of people that we got to know. Uh, Shelby Merchant is one of them who's right. on the past episode. And so we all became friends. And then uh, about a year in, I started recording Shelby and uh, we released an album together. And I kind of decided, you know what, I'm ready to go full time with my studio. Um and so I found a little spot over on uh, the west side of town on Whitebridge Road, and it was in a the the art room of an old print shop that was barely getting used. My whole family's in printing and paper, and so um, I found this one little commercial uh, spot that I could build a room just big enough to put my drums in, and because uh, I you know I record drums, guitars, bass, I play a little bit of everything to kind of develop a song for somebody. Exactly, yeah. And so that was where I got started, and. Uh, was there for about three years until I outgrew that spot and I found um, this place over in East Nashville and built out what was my, my dream studio that I've always wanted to do that fit my particular needs and my particular workflow. And uh, here we are. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh from day one to see where you're at right now. And some of the projects you've done, you, I mean, you've won awards now. You, you've, you've got so many interesting artists that are working with you. And uh, working with me, you've actually, you actually mentored me and you got me to finally sit behind a drum kit to record. <laughs> finally. Know, almost all the, uh, every recording that I've done uh, with Daniel. Well, I gotta say, him. John is the most <laughs> fun drummer to watch play live. I'm like, dude, just get in there and do what you do live, you know? And, uh, and, and it was, uh, it was amazing to finally get the confidence to do that but uh you know you made me sound uh, better than i ever could could have thought of um so right now um where we're at here um how, what would you say over the, all the years how, how many like full-length cds have you actually produced or um, not even cds i mean projects now over all these years well you know the the industry has changed um because when i first got started cds were a big thing so you know, album projects, EPs, those were kind of the big things. And then now with streaming, streaming it's become more yeah. of a singles market. Um, I, I still do albums and EPs and, and bodies of work like that. But um, at some point, I stopped counting. <laughs> I think my, one of my goals really was to hit 100 
projects mm -hmm. and um i hit that a long time yeah, ago say, well and then that. at that point think life just got busy and i just i stopped counting at, at that point so uh, i've worked on a lot of great stuff over the years and uh really working on some great stuff right now yeah you got a, a family now and you know being a dad oh yeah lots of changes yeah mini me's there I mean, yeah we got so awesome. three-year-old twins yeah. um my wife madison is a mm -hmm. full-time hair and makeup artist um we have a boy and a girl olivia and levi and uh, they are amazing and three years old. If, you know, if you're a parent, you already know. So I love watching uh, watching the videos you post and everything. It's just so and they're cool. both musical too. Like she likes to sing. Um, they both love to get in the studio and play drums oh, and okay. guitars. And uh, I think they're both going to be pretty musical. Now, the, um, getting back to the whole industry side of it. Um, where do you see it going too with all this stuff that's been going on in the world right now? Um, have you seen some people just wanting to just record and not play live or, you know, what's, what are some of the projects that you have going on right now that, um, you know, what, have, what are they thinking about after they record it? You know, do they want to do it live? Do they want to just get it out there? Like you said, with the streaming stuff. Yeah, I think it kind of depends on your personality and cause like I've got one rock artist, Matt Sahadi that, you know, if you're a rock artist, you want to play in front of some people and you want to That's feel true. that energy. Uh, but then I've got a, an artist, uh, Beth Crowley, um, who's amazing. And she has built her career completely online with YouTube. And uh, this is even before all the COVID stuff. So, I mean, she's been building her audience on YouTube for 10 years now. Or years so. Uh -huh. um, so she's able to make a living full time with music strictly online. And I feel like a lot of people have realized that... Um, you know, if you really pursue it hard online, there's things like TikTok that are making possibilities. Sure. Like, I mean, if you're an indie artist and you uh, you attack TikTok on a daily basis with your marketing, I mean, oh, I mean, at some point something's going to land, yeah, and you're you going to build amazing you can, massive audience. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I'm not saying it's easy, but if you're consistent and you put the work in, that's really where the future of this is, especially for independent artists. That makes a lot of sense. Now, the technology-wise, too, do you see uh, some um, new technology coming out here to make it easier to record? Or what's what's your favorite way of handling a recording? You know, do you like uh, just simple and then build from it? or? Well, you know, I build tracks. Mm -hmm. So, like, somebody will come to me with a song, and they have no idea what they want to do with it. But then we discuss, okay, well, where do you see yourself in terms of the industry and genre? Uh, where would you see yourself in like a series of three songs in a playlist? And so we start talking about their audio brand and that's where I kind of step in. And, and from what I've kind of learned over the years of like, okay, I need to kind of take it in this direction of like, maybe it's more electronic drums that we do more of a pop country kind of route. So I'll start there with that foundation and then I'll build on that foundation. And I just work one-on-one -on -one back and forth with the artist and uh, allow them to have their input on it. Uh, really makes it unique and it's not just all about me and my sound it's our sound and we're creating something that's unique to them um, and authentic and that's the biggest thing is being authentic that is really cool because uh, and ref reflecting on the recordings that you did with me um, your guitar solos that you did on almost all those tracks I just love how you, you it just fit it was you you found what I was looking for. I mean, you really had my my mind there, my mindset, which exactly what you just said is working as a team and uh, moving forward with it. 
Now, for yourself, you've done some interesting recordings over the oh, years, I have. too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, one of my favorites was the one that you got a lot of us involved in was your Christmas album. Yeah. Which is amazing. That I mean, I still pull it out every holiday season. We, we know for a while there, every year, I wanted to have a personal project that I could just, like, be as creative and outside the box as I wanted to. Uh, and the, the big one, I don't know if I can ever surpass it, was the Christmas album. And this is the 10th anniversary uh, yes. the, right now. Uh, we're recording this a few days before Christmas. But um, that that whole thing was just amazing. Like the, the way it kind of came together, how we, me and Mason wrote a lot of it together yeah. too. And um, there was also too like Charlie Worsham. I worked with him for like five years and he yeah. got his record deal. That was the last session that I was able to have with him. That was amazing. And so that was kind of a good full, full circle moment on that. And people still love it. Like, oh. I, have, I have people email me like, hey, where can I get it, you know? Um, and, of course, I've, I've dropped a few singles, uh, Christmas singles after that because they're, they're fun to write. Yeah, it's, uh, a, it's so much fun. And, uh, you know, the videos you have out there, are, it's timeless. <laughs> oh, know? yeah. The Reindeer song is just, I mean, even if you've seen it for the first time 10 years later, it's yeah. like, wow, this is awesome. <laughs> and it was just so much fun. And you did some other cool things, too, you, uh, with your recordings. Um, I've got a, several of your recordings there. I remember... Uh, oh, my personal yeah, Your stuff, personal yeah. stuff, yeah. Um, well, Shelby was on the beach. She's like, hey, guess what I'm listening to? <laughs> Summertime Vibes. I was I'm like, just oh, going to bring up that one. Because I remember when you <laughs> played that over at, what was it, Edge Hill? Edge Hill Cafe. The yep. cafe there. And that that was awesome. That was, that was a fun so night. much fun, yeah. Uh, everybody, you know, so laid back. And, and you always come up with something interesting to wear, too, for yourself. Well, yeah, it's a character thing. I, <laughs> you know, I realized yeah. that, like, the way that I can perform and just have fun is to not be me. Exactly. You know, I, t I take on this little alter ego, <laughs> you know, yeah, the persona that. of something else, and I, I just dig in on that, yeah. you know. And it's it's more fun that way, and it's more fun for everybody else too, you know. Not taking myself so seriously. Yeah, it's it's just been a lot of fun being involved in some of that stuff. Now, on a more serious side, through these the years of your your studio and you building your repertoire up and all that, you've won some awards too, and you've been noted noted in magazines and everything. Um, talk a little bit about some of that stuff and how that came about. <laughs> well, that's stuff I don't really. <laughs> talk about you know but but i mean the uh like the magazine stuff mix magazine that was one that was pretty special to me i've been uh published a couple of times in there where when i been back in my intern days i remember just sitting at the front desk just reading mix magazine so for them to reach out for like you know what's a nashville spotlight kind of thing yes. that, that was that was really uh something special for me <clears throat> and then as far as the award stuff a lot of independent awards um i've won some awards with uh, some Native American awards. Yep, I um, remember that. With Michael Jacobs, I've won awards uh, with the Josie Awards, uh, with um, Catherine Shipley, uh, Chuck Thomas. Yep. Chuck, yeah. yeah, Chuck. Good old Chuck. And uh, I, most recent one, I won a um, film and TV award. I caught that, yeah. For a best uh, animated short series that mm -hmm. I did for the Germ Guys. Yeah. And, and this was the pilot episode, and... That was a massive undertaking. I had no idea because wow. we did we did all the foley work. We did some of the, the music uh, for it, um, and so a twenty five minute episode. It's it's a lot of work involved, and sure. it actually won uh, best you know short film in, uh, indie uh, I had, animated. I had short. caught that, and I, you know, and and what you just said, you know, you don't talk about it. It's because you're the you out of all the you know the folks I've met in this industry, you've never had an ego. 
with with this kind of stuff. You know, you always make fe people feel comfortable, you know, and like you said, what are you trying to picture yourself? Where are you going with this? Yeah, that's the most important thing. That's what I, makes you, uh, you know, um, such a great uh, producer and engineer and all that to work with because you're level-headed, you're laid back, and you're so talented. I'm looking, folks, if you're in this room right now, I'm looking at a plethora of guitars here and a mandolin and basses and everything, and, and Daniel is just amazing all the way around. And first of all, he's a killer drummer. Is that, if, if I do recall, was that not the first instrument? You That's my first instrument, yeah. Picked it up at eight years old. Yep. My parents saw me banging on pots and pans and like, we got to stick this kid in some drum yeah. lessons, you know? Yeah, and it's just amazing, uh, too, again, to go back with the whole ego thing, you know, playing all these instruments and everything, you know. He, uh, you know, you've you've actually inspired me. Um, Daniel's inspired me to pick up other little instruments to play, uh, you know, touch. I, I am, I'm not as, uh, you know, seasons as some of these guys, but, you know, it's been amazing to be around these folks, too, uh, especially yourself and Mason Douglas mm -hmm. and Shelby and and uh, even Carolyn, uh, Carolyn uh, yeah. there. You know, um, we did some stuff uh, with these folks, again, going back to the Ryman days. Yeah. Uh, get off the music here a little bit. Mm -hmm. You also are an amazing artist. And a few years back, you, you got me involved in something. Another thing that you kicked my butt about. <laughs> you know, I was, I'm one of those procrastinators, you know, when I wanted to do my albums, I, I came to Daniel. I'm like, oh, I can't do this. I can't do that. But, he, you know, he's like, yes, you can. And you came to me with uh, the children's book thing. Three Squeaky Squirrels. Yes. Yep. And uh, I got to illustrate it. And it was just and amazing. And John did an incredible job on that. Too. We had You're so like... much fun with it. And people are still buying this on Amazon. I'm telling mm -hmm. them all about it. And so it's still out people there. People love it. Kids love it. I've tested it on my kids. They love it. <laughs> the acorn so cool. shop is a big yeah, hit. Yeah, I know. know? <laughs> so, you know, that again, folks, that that uh, is another side of Daniel. It's just amazing what he does. And... Uh, you know, I'm just uh, glad we got the time to sit down and talk about it. So right now, mm -hmm. um, to just round up the things, uh, moving forward, it's the holiday season. And I know people are going to be listening to this after Christmas, yeah, but yeah. it's cool. Um, what are your plans for the next uh, few months? Uh, what's your big project going on right now? Oh, uh, right now, well, I'm always working on something with Beth Crowley. She comes in once a month, and we do one song a month, and that's kind of her release schedule for what she's doing. Um, so that's kind of an ongoing, super creative type of thing. Right now I'm working with Adam Warner. Uh, we're working on his upcoming album. He'll be dropping his single in, I think, March. Uh, and it's, it's a really fun one uh, if you're in the session. And then, uh, yeah, I've, I've just got a ton of other really cool projects that are constantly going on. So if you want to keep up with me, you can go to my Instagram at Producer Daniel Dennis. And you'll see me talking about what I'm doing on a daily basis, some of my projects that I've uh, been working on and that are released that you can check out. And uh, yeah, I'm just gonna just keep pushing forward creatively, you know? Any new instruments you're looking at uh, getting into? I know you play well, a lot of stringed instruments. Well, like we uh, discussed before the podcast, I bought a new computer that didn't quite work out. So <laughs> that was gonna be the big like okay. technical push, you know? Uh, but as far as instruments, um, Man, I don't know. I feel like I've got everything that I want. I would love a right jazz now. master maybe, but like, I feel like I've got all the tools I need to be creative. It's just finding, you know, certain inspirations, you know, within that. And uh, from the recordings I've done here, the drum kit you got, I mean, it's just amazing. You've got it sounding like primo and you've had that for quite a few years now, right? Yeah, since I was 12. Yeah, it's just <laughs> amazing. And that must have been a Pearl. Uh, uh, Pearl Masters. Uh, Pearl Masters, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that is so cool. 
Well, anything else you'd like to promote before we uh, wrap up the show here? Oh, man. Uh, How can folks uh, find you? Are you on on your Facebook, too? I mean, Not super active on Facebook. That's more for the family and the kids' photos and all that kind of stuff. But I'm very active on Instagram uh, and then at Producer Daniel Dennis. And then you can also find me at ProducerDanielDennis.com. And you can see... uh, you know, just a general overview of what I do. You can contact me through my contact form there if you have any questions. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Now, basically, um, before we go to, if somebody was looking to do a project, you know, how much time would you actually want them to try to get a hold of you? I know you have a schedule and you've got a schedule going out, but what do you recommend if somebody, even if they weren't, you know, if they were planning to do a project, like a, a whole album, yeah. What kind of a timeline would you, you know, give them as a, as some some roundabout time feel for it? You know, like, do you need a, a month? Do you need uh, or hours? How would how would you look at a whole project like something for somebody trying to come into the business wanting to do something like that from your point of view? Well, it kind of depends on your approach. You know, I build tracks one at a time. So. Um, if you're looking for like a slam session kind of thing where like you go to a studio, they hire musicians, they learn your stuff and they do a couple of takes and then your album's done. That's one way you do it. Uh, I prefer to work one-on-one with people, build tracks, build something that's authentic to them, um, build special moments. And it's, it's just fun that way too. Um, that takes a little bit of a longer process, but typically I would say one song will take two days. Uh, one day is spent recording, and the second day is to finish up a little bit of recording in the morning, and then I can mix that afternoon. So that's kind of a general thing that I've kind of seen uh, over the past couple of years with projects that I've been working on. Awesome. Well, cool. Well, I want to pre- I appreciate your time, man. I, well, thank I, I'm you. I'm so glad, and I, you know, I'm, I'm proud to call you a friend. And uh, more than that, especially when we do these projects, oh, yeah. I, I'm always learning something from you too. Well, we all consider and, you family. Oh, you know? I appreciate that, and uh, wish all of your family well too. Moving into the new year, and again, folks, I want to make sure that you always have a little faith, have a little hope, and a lot of love for everything you do. And there's always room for more music. Remember that. <laughs>